Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. In the free world, uh, in America especially, people are familiar with free enterprise, the concept of investment. What we invest in um, is particularly important. We want to be prudent about where our hard-earned money or other wealth goes. We want it to last, to endure, to produce benefit. Life and the choices we make in life are also a form of investment. And God would have us that we live, put forth our effort, use our resources in a way that is in keeping with wisdom, a wisdom that has got eternity also within the scope of what we are looking at. When we come to the conclusion or the the final portions of Paul's epistle to the Galatians, uh, he has some advice for Christians. He uses a metaphor of sowing and reaping. Sowing is, in a, in a way of speaking, a form of investment. The farmer prepares the field and sows the seed with the expect of a far greater return. And this is the normal expectation and routine of agriculture. Uh, we expect to reap much more than what we sow. Our choices in life may be viewed as a form of sowing, what we do, the things that we give our resources to, our efforts to, and our time to, because they all come back to us in some form. There are consequences to spending our resources well, and there are consequences to not spending them well. Now, he begins in Galatians 6, 6. That is, Paul begins with a rather specific advice. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. It's a practical advice how Christians should support those who labor uh, in the ministry and in the gospel. It's a very biblical principle. Paul himself develops this elsewhere in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, arguing in the light of God's the, the models that God has provided already in the Old Testament, why the work of service to God should be supported by God's people. And here he makes it much narrower when he says, let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. A ministry, the ministry of teaching God's word uh, is also a labor. It takes effort. It takes commitment of one's time and effort. And the one who does this needs to live. And so it seems good reciprocation uh, to, to support and provide for those who minister to us from God's word. We understand this principle all too well in the system of education. The teachers need uh, to be paid. Uh, If there is an internship, an apprentice kind of relationship, it goes with either free service or payment in addition to that. So compensating for in return for benefit, compensating in one kind for return in another kind is a well-established principle in human life. 
So let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. But then he goes on to say this. He says, Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, this will he also reap. So we have so much freedom in life. And the tragedy of the human experience is that we use our freedoms for bad ends. Our freedoms become distorted as opportunities for sin. We forget eternity and a just and righteous God. We even forget what is ultimately good for us. And we invest in things which are corrupting and destroying and corrosive. So one who sows to his own flesh, this is Galatians 6, 8, will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. So here's the basic opposition in life. Even in the life of a believer, there's a tension between the flesh, that's a principle of, of sin, and the temptations from the outside, whether through human agency or unseen spirit agencies coming at us. Uh, and this needs to be resisted and in this fallen, corrupt, dark world, those who have come to know God should live in the light of eternity and of truth, in the light of God. So we should not sow to our own flesh. The flesh is something to be denied. Not the body, but the flesh. And sometimes our own soul's spirit is brought under pro proper control by exercising self-control over the body. And, uh, and the same passage I mentioned before in 1 Corinthians 9, Paul would say how he keeps his body under subjection as a part of having control over his own person, how having control over his own life. So it is important for us to choose what is good and not be led by impulses or desire when we know that giving in to that impulse or desire will have bad ends. In neutral areas, that is morally neutral areas in some way, it has to do with self-control over food. Even in, uh, in a somewhat neutral areas, so there is a proper place in life for entertainment, but we could spend an, ex an, an exorbitant amount of time in things such as games and play, which may not be morally bad, but are not productive or useful beyond a point in life. So it is possible to waste our life with things which in the long run, in the larger scheme of things, do not pay off. It is much more serious then in regard to the exercise of proper discernment in regard to sin and righteousness, good and bad as we go through life. So do not be deceived. There is a judge before whom all life is examined, our life is examined, every individual man and woman has to stand one day. God is not mocked, for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. There is an unseen working of God in the affairs of things. We don't see his hand, it often works in a set of cause and effect, and sometimes unforeseen consequences. God is still aware and cognizant, fully knowledgeable of all that is going on on this earth, all that is going on in your life and my life. There's nothing that escapes him. There's no such thing as putting one over God. Over people, definitely, yes, but not over God. So the sum total of all of our priorities and choices and commitments and the motivations with which we have done things, all of these are before God. And he is not fooled. 
he is not mocked. He is a just judge. So one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. Giving into sin and following the paths and impulses of sin bring about destruction and long-term consequences and the loss of our own experience of life as we do it, as a consequence of our doing it. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. I have yet to meet a godly person who has lived for the gospel and spent a lifetime doing it, who at the end of his life says, oh, I'm so sorry that I didn't live like the devil from my early life on. Now, you might hear and now see some, see some people, meet some people who had the Christian Christianity, conservative belief in their background and came to abandon it. I'm not speaking of those. Those who really came to know, to know the Lord and made a wholehearted commitment to serve Him and spend decades in doing so, it's hard to find such a person saying, oh boy, what a regret I have that I sowed to the Spirit. I wish I had sowed more to the flesh. No, everyone who has such a life is glad for the life they have had and for the power of the Spirit and for the joy that comes from having lived a life with better priorities. Our only regrets are then how we still could have done better. And it is very possible as one is committed to the right priorities and goes, goes through life um, that we have moments of discouragement. And Paul addresses this also uh, in the same section in verse 9. He says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Don't be weary of doing good. It's a very real possibility, especially when we are looking at the response of people. Uh, we look at unfairness, we look at ingratitude, how you have may have done something for people and they haven't appreciated it. Or people who are more into showing seem to get credit when those who have done more substantial things and sacrificially and sincerely but are not craving attention also do not receive attention. And if we start focusing on all of these things in terms of human response and human reception of our service for in, in what is good, it's often possible to be disappointed. So all of our service in sowing to the Spirit and living before God should be simply lived out before God. Nothing escapes his sight. Nothing is left out of his books. Everything is recorded correctly and exactly and accurately in the books of God. And when those books are opened, I'm speaking metaphorically, God knows all things. When those books are opened, everything will be reckoned correctly. So it's of the utmost importance that we live in the light of eternity and live before God. So then... As we have opportunity, Paul says in verse 10, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So he kind of tie, ties back to the idea he began with, that the one who is taught the word share good things with the one who teaches all good things. To the extent we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. So our charity should not be restrained uh, and constrained toward only those of like faith. That is the highest priority. 
there are some priorities when it comes to giving and using our resources. We are, first of all, responsible for our own normal living and the support and, and care of those who are in our immediate charge, our immediate family, relatives. Uh, they have a place in the system of priority. The Church of God clearly is high in the system of priority, but also generosity to all people has a place in Christian giving and service. As we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do not sow to the flesh, sow to the Spirit. Live before God. Live in the light of eternity. God is the perfect judge. People may not see what you are. They may not appreciate you for what you have done. They may not really see all of the good things that you might do unnoticed behind the scenes. But if I am doing these and you are doing such things in obedience and service to God, in trust, in, in, in faith and confidence in the goodness of God and the justice and righteousness of God, then there's nothing to worry about. Persevere in doing good. Do not be discouraged. Do good to all, especially to the household of faith. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu partner.